went to Arizona State. Right. I'm a sun devil, man. State of the Sun Devils with Jeremy Schnell, Jesse Morrison, and Mitch Bereldis, an Arizona sports podcast. Hello and welcome inside Mountain America Stadium after an ASU loss in the Territorial Cup alongside Jesse Morrison. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Uh, It wasn't that close, Jesse, but ASU seemed to get things going in the second half. They were so close, only down by four scores. And yeah, you're going to lead with that. They they were only down by four scores. They did it. They got back. No, you know, here's what I'll lead with. I thought... The first drive for ASU was spectacular. They got out, they ran the ball, it was looking good. You know, Dillingham actually said that the plan was to go with Borgay in the first drive. Do you know what happened? He got sick, and they couldn't play him in the first drive. So, they go into the Sparky formation. Uh, They're calling it, I think they said the the Hellcat now. That's what they're calling it. Uh, Dilly said that in the presser a few minutes ago. So... They started running the ball up the middle and it was looking good. They were up seven to three. It was looking fine. And then it all went downhill from there. Arizona's Noah Fafita set a record for passing touchdowns by a U of A quarterback, Jesse. Not only did Noah Fafita set a record for uh, passing yards by a quarterback in this game, in the history of this game, breaking Ryan Keeley's of ASU in the 90s. McMillan broke the receiving record, also held by a Sun Devil. Um, This has got to be one of the worst Territorial Cups in Arizona State history. Um, I thought that this game would be competitive. They usually are competitive. There's been a few, obviously, like the 70-7 game that weren't competitive. Yes, ASU did come back a little bit in the second half, but no like allowing two offensive records like that on your home field for this game ugh, just one of the one of the worst territorial cups for arizona state um and it just the defense for the past two weeks i just don't know what happened they just seem to just not have any mojo not have any um, ability to uh, like tackle it the tackling was terrible again for the second week in a row and it it just felt like deja vu from last week it it just it was just overall a disaster especially in the first half so at least it wasn't 70 to 7 it was 59 to 23 ASU kept it respectable in the second half um here's the stats for Noah Fafita and uh McMillan in this game uh 30 for 41 527 yards four touchdowns for for Fafita hey Brown got an interception uh uh, in his final game as a Sun Devil he he was talking about a, a little tangent here in the press conference he was talking about how he's been on five different regimes He's had five different regimes in his college career, and he said this is the first one where he's been able to 100% buy in. So that's something good to look forward to for the Kenny Dillingham truthers out there. Um, McMillan in this game, 11 receptions, 266 yards and a touchdown. So those are records, uh, 266 yards for McMillan and over 500 yards for Fafita. Anyway, um, 59-23 loss for ASU in this game. 
what can we take away positivity, like positives from this game? Anything, Jesse? The one touchdown pass from Jaden Rashada to Troy O'Meary was exactly kind of what we saw earlier in the season from Jaden Rashada. A really nice ball placed uh, on target for a big play to one of his receivers. And that showed me again that Jaden Rashada is the guy moving forward. He really struggled in this game outside of that. But again, he was coming off injuries and uh, hadn't played since week two. So obviously there was going to be rust there. And in that throw that he made to Amiri, who was being interfered with at the time, was a really impressive throw and gave me a lot of hope. So that one throw in particular, and then that interception was nice, even though Brown's not going to be here next year. Um, it, it, you know, it was a positive in this game. Um, and then the first drive, obviously, like that, that was cool. It really showed, it was kind of a, nice ending I guess to what they've been doing all year with moving around all the positions and putting tight ends and running backs at quarterback and stuff so I mean it, it kind of punctuated that on the season so yeah I mean there were a few positives in this game but still just atrocious overall so in the press conference just a few minutes ago Kenny Dillingham was talking about What's next for this program? What, what are they going to do in the coming weeks? Well, first of all, he has to have like 180 meetings, exit interview meetings with every player, every coach, every staff member. He will have a meeting with those players. And then he said fundraising is number one at the top of his list. It's not recruiting. He said the rest of the staff, they will get to recruiting. He'll do a little bit of recruiting, but fundraising is his number one priority for this offseason. I love that. And he said, listen, the past two weeks have been fantastic from ASU fans and supporting this program after Ray Anderson stepped down. I don't know if that correlates. Uh, to, to, it might. I, I saw a lot of people starting to donate after Ray Anderson did step down. So, listen, if that's a reason for you guys to get involved, fine. Please get involved. This program needs it. Kenny Dillingham said it best after the game. In a market where people like to jump on the bandwagon, so to speak, in college football, it does not work like that anymore. You need to get ahead of things and be on the bandwagon before it becomes something. Yeah, and I think like the, the big important thing here for coach Dillingham is that fundraising it's almost more important than the recruiting at this point because what's going on right now is that they have to keep these guys here some of their top players Jalen Conyers Jordan Clark even Jaden Rashada I know he's such a big Sun Devil but Scadaboo Sc is a senior. senior what yes junior Scadaboo okay I didn't know that <laughs> interesting but anyway, um, they keep those guys. They, they got to keep those guys, and so you've got to have them having good NIL deals, or else they're gonna probably go somewhere else. So it's just overall wave the, wave the pom pom, so to speak. Yeah, you've got to do that. Um, I guess if you're an ASU fan, um, and it's just it's just the harsh reality, or else there's gonna be like 40 players that leave again, and. So that's the huge key because the portal is coming up soon. And so, yeah, it, it just doesn't get, it doesn't really get fun from here. Uh, 
it's gonna probably, there's probably gonna be some big time guys that, you know, leave. Hopefully they don't, but that's probably the, the reality here. And it's gonna be really, really uh, kind of a difficult uh, week or, or a couple of months in my opinion that's what i expect just because from the, the history like i mean i i know that they've started to raise more money but from the history of this program over the past few years since the whole nil transfer portal has gone there's just been a lot of departures so i'm not you know i'm not hopeful uh, in terms of what we want to see from this team moving forward um Coach Dillingham talked a lot about injuries throughout this season and how the final six weeks it was really hard for this team to even practice, Jesse. Um, just they couldn't practice against each other, and that's how you get better. You practice how you play. The old saying goes. How do they avoid these injuries, number one, and how do they get players in here who are able, I don't know, to, to stay out of the injury time? It, it seems weird to say, but I, I don't know how they can – you know build off of that football it's impossible to keep guys healthy for the most part but what the elite programs have is two deep teams where basically they have a a whole nother group of starters that back up their backups asu doesn't have that and again it goes into that fundraising it goes into that nil that asu is going to need to have more NIL dollars to be able to have a better second team, a better second unit, or else it's just going to be uh, kind of like this again. And so, um, you know, again, it's just really important for the, it's really important for the fans to uh, rally raise around this team. Ra yeah, raise the pom-poms and donate NIL money. But as far as what, as far as what, um, this program needs going forward. I just want to see them not win three games. Like making a bowl game, six and six, getting to somewhere like the Gronk Bowl in LA, formerly the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Like at least doing something like that is going to be the next step in the in the right direction. And they kind of have to do that next year, um, or else like we are really living in a time where like Arizona State has hit a new low when they should be hitting a new high. I think the goal is going into the Big 12 last next season is not to finish last in your first season in the Big 12. You need to make sure that you are a team to be reckoned with in this new conference and new conference realignment and everything that's going on here. ASU is going into a new conference. It's going to be difficult. There are a lot of good teams that have um, recruiting hotbeds that are in recruiting hotbeds multiple texas teams multiple teams no not multiple teams but one team in oklahoma in oklahoma state a florida team like these are teams that are in recruiting hotbeds can you steal from those teams and bring the players to asu the biggest goal for next season as i said do not finish last in this new conference that you're going into yeah, and actually, I think next year in the Big 12, it's going to actually be a little bit easier because the Pac-12 this year was insane. It was a gauntlet. ASU played good team after good team after good team all season. Uh, they played the Utahs of the world. They played the Oregons of the world. They played U of A, who's really good this year. They played Washington. So it's just, it's, it might actually be easier to be able to play, you know, 
Texas Tech and UCF. Like, no offense to UCF. I know that they have a claimed national title from six years ago, but that's six years ago. They're not where they were six years ago. So it's going to be just, uh, you know, Cincinnati, again, they, they have lost their their head coach that took them to uh, the college football playoffs. So I think it might get a little bit easier for ASU to make that bowl game. And they, they gotta they gotta do it next year. I mean, this year obviously they couldn't because of the ban, but they they've gotta do it next year. They gotta figure out how to get six wins. A uh, couple things. ASU played five games against a ranked opponent this year. That's five out of twelve games that they played against a ranked opponent. That does not include a really you know strong team like Washington State that came here and they beat, and another really strong team like Colorado who were you know pretty good and, and up and down throughout the season, but they have talent on that team. They have five-star talent. And so seven of the 12 opponents were pretty pretty good opponents that they played against this year. Yeah, you can't forget about Oklahoma State because, you know, they, they had a tough start to the season, but um, they're either playing for or have gotten into the Big 12 championship game today. Um, so, it, yeah, like... It was just a brutal, a brutal schedule for Fresno State. Really good, really good program. So, I mean, it was a brutal schedule. I don't think it fit was that much easier, or it, they would have had that many different results. But they might have gotten four wins instead of three. But yeah, next year you gotta have six. Anyway, that's going to do it here from Mountain America Stadium. ASU loses the Territorial Cup for the second year in a row, 59-23. to 23. Thank you so much for listening all throughout the season. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Men's hockey has been sensational. Volleyball is making a tournament run. Men's and women's basketball just getting started. Please stay tuned for everything going on here at Arizona State with ASU Athletics. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and threads we have threads thank you at az sports devils you can see jesse's article that he wrote about this game on arizonasports.com and the arizona sports app and also you can watch every single podcast that we do almost every single podcast i could say on the arizona sports youtube channel but for now for my good friend jesse morrison and mr Reldis, who was not here today well he was here today but just not on the podcast i'm jeremy schnell we'll see you next week